in the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Betches Brides Podcast. This is your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and I am so excited to be here today with a very special guest. We have in the studio, in real life, Coming to you live from New York City. No, just kidding. It's not live, but we have Caroline Crawford Patterson, who is a content creator extraordinaire. You guys have all requested that she come on the podcast, and we finally were able to get her on. She, I mean, I will let her talk more about it, but you, you just, you blew up on TikTok. We all followed you. We all followed the wedding process. Your wedding was absolutely exquisite. And you just have such an eye for weddings. And the I mean, she's the wedding wardrobe queen, which we will get all into because you guys had a ton of questions about that. Caroline, welcome to the Betches Brides podcast. We're so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. This is like surreal. Yay. And I'm so excited to be here with you. Yes. Um, yes, I can't wait to talk about everything sweating, everything, wedding wardrobe, mm-hmm. all of the questions. Um, honestly, I'm just having a moment right now, but yay, yay, I can't wait to get into it. Before we jump in, how are you doing? You've had a busy, busy post-wedding life, newlywed life. You're in NYC now. How are things? Good. Okay, so I saw one of the questions was like, did I get the post-wedding blues? And Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten them because there has been no time to. Yeah. So like, that's we got married, gotta do. we were like, we're moving, mm-hmm. all of this energy went into like new jobs, finding an apartment, which was like, if you guys follow me, no, mm-hmm. that was like, <laughs> that we was all a do. welcome to New York. Yeah, that was wild. But we just got into our apartment like two weeks ago. I'm feeling so much better. And this is random, but I feel like you can see it for my content. Again, I'm like, that's mm-hmm. a good way for me to look back on myself. I'm like, oh, I'm getting back to myself again, which yes. is so nice out of all the hecticness. Um, I'm actually craving the post-wedding blues. I'm like, I just want a minute to like... <laughs> a minute to even be sad. Yeah. yeah. I just started thinking about the things that I wish would have gone differently. Like, right. Like, just like two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that's the thing. Like, I felt the same way after the wedding. You're so... You're almost so busy. Like, if especially you, you're moving... So it's nice to not have time to be sad because the post yeah. for a lot of you that have written in and stuff, the post wedding blues is a real thing. Yeah. But that's the key. Just plan stuff like a big move or like a big trip, like a honeymoon, for right. instance. Or, or have LA. Stuff like you guys like, went to LA for a yes. week. We also went to LA for a week. Mm-hmm. We went to Vegas like right after we got married. Yes. It was intentional almost. It was like, well, your brother got married, so yeah, maybe yeah. not fully intentional. Very closely but. after me. Thanks a lot, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. Like plan stuff to look forward to so that you don't 
don't have time to even be sad. Right. But then it's like once you actually have time, it probably the the blues probably hits harder. But it's I fine. don't. I think the key is that once it hits you, you're actually removed from the event enough yes. to not be able to feel emotional about it. It's more That's just true. like matter of fact. That's true. Now I'm getting around to questions like. I'd have a recent surge of people asking me again what I would have done differently. I finally mm-hmm. am at the emotional capacity I can answer it and just be yes. like, matter of fact, this is what went wrong and this is exactly how I would have changed it without wait, so beating s- myself up for not doing it myself. Yes. Wait, so speaking of that, because that was yes. one of our most asked questions, I, we felt the surge through you, for you, what, was, what, was, what were the things that you regret? Or would have done small things. They're all small things. It's mm-hmm. always small things, but they feel bigger mm-hmm. in the moment. Um, I could just like list a few, but my dress was steamed. And then when I put it on, they had me sit down because I was in heels and taking photos all day. Oh, yeah. And they have you sit down before you go down the aisle. But depending on the material, it wrinkles like immediately. Mm-hmm. So my dress was wrinkled in my ceremony photos. And that's not what bothered me. What bothered me is the first time John saw me, my dress was wrinkled. And I was like, what the No, but that, like, that's, yes, you're right. That's a small thing. But that is something that, like, you, us brides listening or the brides planning their weddings, keep that in mind because you don't want to make, even though that is a small mistake, it didn't offset the entire wedding day, I'm sure. But that's something that you you want your dress to look good when your husband sees it for the first time. And then like my bouquet, I was obsessed with my bouquet, Mm -hmm. but I have this thing now about giving florists dimensions of the flowers that you want. And what is that? Even bridesmaids. This is another reason I'm so glad we're having you on because you truly Think of every detail. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in your mind when it comes to weddings. I don't think John loves it's it. Everything. John's all, my husband is always like, oh my God, <laughs> nobody cares. No, but that's, I mean, that's, that's what made you an amazing person yeah. to plan your wedding. So go on, your bouquet okay, dimensions. Okay, so my bouquet and my bridesmaids bouquets, I listed the flowers that I wanted and they did put something in there I didn't want, but mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> I listed the florals I wanted for mine and my bridesmaids and both were perfect. But what I should have done is said, this is how big I want the bridesmaids bouquets to be. Not by a reference picture because you can actually make any bouquet in a, in a certain size. Oh. I should have said this. I want my stems X inches long. Yes. Because they made them shorter than I really wanted them. I should have said I want the diameter to be at mm-hmm. least spanning this amount. Even if it's a random like sprig that's mm-hmm. like an accent sprig making it reach that diameter. It would have looked more proportional with their dresses. Instead, right. I got like... We cut costs in our bridesmaid bouquets okay. and we still used good flowers and they were like, we'll make it work. And then making it work was giving us like miniature bouquets. Right. Right, and then right. for mine, it was too big because I should have weird. I should have measured my waist mm-hmm. and said, this is how long my waist is. Yeah. Yeah. Like side to make side. Make it the same. Please don't make the di- the width of the bouquet more than my waist. Right, right. No matter where I held my bouquet, it covered it. That's the thing. So here's the thing. Looking, like me looking outside in, your photos, your flowers, you had lilies, I want to say, involved in the I bouquet. Th- oh, yes. Or orchids. 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 Sorry. I'm, you I know, like lilies, this is so, me so and I my... I was like, maybe I did. <laughs> no, orchids I meant. I'm not... A, I don't know the flowers, you, you guys. I know it's hard. But I... See, I was like, oh my God, her, flo- her bouquets looked gorgeous, looked beautiful, But I think it's something to say for somebody like you who, and I know there's other type A brides like you out there who have such a vision for what you want. Like you really do have to get that specific. If you want that vision to come to life, 
your vendors aren't going to read your mind. Your florist's not going to read your mind. You have to really tell them, like, I want the stems to be X inches long Mm -hmm. and the floral orchid thing coming off to be the same size of my X inch waist. I I mean, that's... Or even a sketch. Yeah. That's the problem when you want to do something that is different or unique or hasn't been done is you're having, instead of having a mood board or Mm -hmm. flip page conversation with the florist about oh I like what you did at this wedding I like what you did at this wedding it's more of a creative conversation about right. doing something that they can't really show you photos of because it hasn't been done before done. yes you have to trust them so going off of that because that is why I think okay just going back to like the beginning like you on TikTok If you don't follow her, you guys, you have to. I they've heard me say on this podcast before, like TikTok for weddings has been great. I like hit flipped a switch at one point while planning my own wedding and started really diving into like planning my wedding on TikTok. TikTok, Yeah. And truthfully, that's why I'm so excited to have my little celebrity icon in here because you were one of the ones you're a celebrity icon. (laughs) You were one of the ones who got me excited to do that, like to share my creative process or lack thereof, whatever it was. And you got me excited to like actually plan my wedding because you you were literally planning your wedding from day one, I feel like, on TikTok for the yeah. world to see, sharing, asking people opinions on stuff, sharing what you were going to do, sharing your vision, sharing the, like you were thinking of things for the wedding that I would never even think of or most brides would never even think of. Like even you, for example, like, getting Starbucks for your friends day of. Like you shared a whole video about like getting their orders and using Uber Eats yeah. to do that. This is not sponsored by Starbucks or Uber yeah. Eats, but like I don't, but yeah. it's the little stuff. I was like, oh my God, I didn't even think to do that. So can you just tell us from the beginning, like what made you even start like embarking on that TikTok wedding journey? And then how has that been? Okay, so long story short, I've always been a creative person mm-hmm. and I love... More than anything, I love design, but I also love planning events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, I was literally in investment banking. Like I went to school for- I can't, yeah. I can't see it. I, nobody could see it. I, my first job post-grad in banking, this girl said to me, you're in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. But like not, I did such a great job at my job. I just had doodles taped to my desk everywhere and I like didn't care who saw them. Like I was like <laughs> sketching dresses and- taping them to my dress yeah. and it was just like holidays I would like make all these crafts and put them around the office and people are like I don't know why she's here but anyways I was in investment banking this is like like my second job postgrad I hate I was so so toxic mm-hmm. I had no creative outlet we're in the middle of COVID Mm-mm. we got engaged some things had already been done I'd already found my dress I already found the venue and I start doing these bridesmaid boxes or gifts, because I didn't do boxes, but I realized that I was really proud of my creativity and the ideas I was having mm-hmm. and trying to make it different. More proud of the idea than the outcome, yes. really. Yes, And real quick, before you move on, what was it, because I know people are going to want to know this, because you guys always ask about gifts, what was in the bridesmaids' boxes? Okay, so at the time, Boy Smalls was doing their pride collection. Yes. So I ordered the pride collection, and... I had 10 people in my wedding, but four of them were my maids of honor. And these are candles, right? Yes. These are, yeah, sorry. Okay. So (laughs) each candle was a different color. So Mm -hmm. it was a set of six, which was perfect because, because I had four maids of honor. So I matched each color to their personality. Then I got them dried flowers Mm -hmm. um, and tied 
them with a ribbon that matched the candle. And then I wrote each of them a really long letter, like about our friendship and love that. what they meant to me and how big of a deal it was for us to like go through this process together, rolled it up like a scroll, mm-hmm. tied it onto the candle. I had to ship a lot of them out. Mm-hmm. So I needed something that was like doable Light enough for that. To, yeah. Um, but I got these big boxes and I arranged it all in there with the flowers laying down and the candle. Ugh. For my flower girl, I sent her flowers and milk bar like truffles. She loved that. because that. And we weren't living in New York at the time, but she felt like it was so New York. My favorite part about all of these gifts is like the colors tailored to the person, the long letter. You made everything. And this was just your bridesmaid's proposal gifts. Yeah. But I feel like for throughout watching your wedding, you made everything so personalized to your guests, to your friends, down to like the wedding itineraries that go in like your guest houses, which we'll talk about later. But like you just personalized everything. It probably made your guests and bridesmaids feel so special. And I think that shows like for our audience, you don't have to go spend a bunch of money on like a nice bracelet for your bridesmaid. Like as long as you're doing like personalized things and making like even like you did the color, their favorite color. Right. Just do that, and that'll make them feel special enough. I think so. I hope so. Yeah. So you made a video about that. Yes. And then for my maids of honor, I ordered the big lottery boxes. Ooh, I gave okay. them those with the letter and the flowers. Love that. Just, I was like, how do I differentiate mm-hmm. whatever? And I was able to do all of those in person, so okay. that made a little bit more sense. So oh, I didn't cool. have to, like, ship that. But um, I decided to film the process of me deciding what to do Mm -hmm. and putting it together because I was so proud of my own ideas. I was like, I'm, I am more proud of this than I am like the outcome itself. And I can't tell anybody because it's a surprise to all the people that I would tell. Mm -hmm. So I recorded it. I was like, I'm just going to document this for myself and make a cute little artsy video of me doing the thing that then I'll give to everybody else and like that'll be the thing that they love. Mm-hmm. And I posted it to TikTok not expecting anything to happen. Honestly, I was like, best case scenario, I can show my kids this one day. Yeah. It'll be cute. Yeah. Um, or I can show my bridesmaids afterwards. I could be like, see, this is how I did it. Mm-hmm. And it blew up. Mm-hmm. Literally blew up. Blew up. But mm-hmm. I think people loved the way I was talking about yeah. how I got to and just, my idea. Yeah. And authentically showing the process. And I feel like... So after that, you just kept kind of making videos about your whole wedding process, right? Yeah. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value. 
at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So tell us about your actual wedding day. Yes. When was it? Just for okay. those of you who May first. Okay. May first. And where? Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. And your venue was gorgeous. Thank it was you. outside. It yes. was looked like a amazing I don't it was gorgeous. The trees, everything. So what kind of like made your wedding unique and different to you? Like, I know there was so much that went into it. Just what are some of the things that kind of stuck out to you? I think the venue in itself just set a really good vibe because Mm -hmm. we were having a really, really hard time finding somewhere to get married. And I am from Charleston and I wanted to get married there, but we weren't going to get married on a plantation or anything that had been one. And that, in all transparency, gave us a really huge issue So, because we had a big wedding. Right. And once I was in the thick of it, it was like the only place to have a big wedding that wasn't on a plantation were completely outrageously expensive hotels. Right. So. And that's like a hotel. Like we had one at a hotel and it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's good for like, we did it because of the location. It was a destination wedding for us. It was, but sometimes like you just don't want a hotel wedding because you have to use all their stuff a lot of the time. You have to use their caterer, their like ballroom or whatever they have. All of it. And yeah, you Their want to cake. S- like yeah. Everything yeah. has to be through them. And the price tag for Charleston was huge. Was yeah. Huge. Oh my God, no. I mean, so, it's expensive literally everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> New York, don't oh even get gosh, started. Oh my gosh, open bar prices in New York. When I heard about those, I just wanted to bury myself no. for them. I was like, oh God. No, yeah. Oh, okay. So your venue was amazing. It yes. was gorgeous. We found it in construction. It was being renovated. It was in the notebook. It mm-hmm. was... The, like, where they, like, make love in the abandoned house. Stop. That's, like, the, that's where we cut our cakes was, like, right where that scene was filmed. Stop. Wait, I so didn't cute. know that. Did you share that? I, I missed that I think that I one. shared it, but videos just get buried everywhere. They I don't do. know. They do. I mean, I'd already found my venue. Hold on. That's so cool. Oh, my God. Oh, so okay. that's what, someone was, like, talk about how your venue was on Outer Banks, and I was, like, I don't care that my venue oh, was, it was on Outer Banks. Ba- is this yeah. like a film set? What I the hell? have no idea. Literally, I found it. Ran- Someone told me about a lawn. Mm-hmm. I got in contact with the developer. She said, oh, I'm restoring this huge home. Mm-hmm. I go out there to see it. I'm like, there's a chapel on site. Right. And then this huge Italian mansion. And then this other, I mean, down to the studs, yeah. gorgeous building. So she told me like, oh, yeah, they, they filmed the scenes with the abandoned home in this house. Mm-hmm. For the notebook. But now they're finally actually restoring it. Oh, wow. Okay. So everything was on site. like, And Sweet. we wanted um, someone specific to marry us. And mm-hmm. you can't do that in a church in Charleston. So we needed a chapel. So this venue had all of those things. Wow. Um, really checked all the boxes. Yeah. And the chapel was the courthouse. And 
one of the episodes of the new Outer Banks. I don't watch Outer Banks. I'm gonna yeah, get, me neither. I'm going to get like completely <laughs> roasted for that. That scene made me furious because <laughs> there is this structure that looks like a life-size dollhouse. And I went on and on about it in my TikToks. I was like, they need to move the structure. Like, I can't get married in front of this. And they told me it wasn't movable. So I built an entire altar like Do- wall no. to, to hide the structure. The dollhouse. Yeah, I built it. And oh you want to know what the f- only thing I noticed in the Outer Banks scene was? Is that they moved the dollhouse for them. Oh, for the, for, oh, yeah. they moved it for the, for the <laughs> show, for the show. but not for your wedding. How rude. I was livid. I was like, I don't even, I can't even keep Rude of them. This. Honestly, rude. So, okay. One of the things I loved about your whole wedding, you, you, you can tell, you just have this aesthetic eye for aesthetics. You didn't have, I think we all get stuck in like the thought of like, oh, what are our colors? What's our theme for the wedding? What should the overall vibe be? You didn't really have that. Mm-mm. Can you talk about a little yeah. bit about what you did have instead and why? Okay. I had one photo and mm. it was like built off of it. So there's this photo of Bella Hadid from, I'm going mm, <laughs> to, I used to know, I think it's the 2019 bridal season. We'll share it when Vivian this episode Westwood. goes live. We're going to share the inspiration photo okay, yeah. on Instagram so that people can see. We know it. Okay. So mm. the bridal show, Vivian Westwood, maybe 2019. I'm pretty sure it was fall. Mm-hmm. And it was so ethereal and it's this one shot of Bella and she's got this umbrella and she's got like this beautiful romantic hair and the dress is so couture Mm -hmm. and I'm like this photo makes me feel a certain way and that's how I want my wedding to feel yes and I feel yeah feel I operate based off of emotions Mm -hmm. and if someone says to me everything has to be this color this color it puts I can't do it anymore so I said I'm just gonna pick everything based off of the feeling that it evokes in me and I just have faith that it will all work together. And it literally worked so well. Like, that's what I loved about your wedding. You guys have to see. I know we're on a podcast, but so it's not visual, but go to her TikTok and look at her videos because it was just, and your Instagram and your photos because it all just worked. Like, it was an eclectic vibe, different colors, but it worked so well together and that it's so funny because I saw a bunch of your wedding stuff and then saw that photo like after and I was like, oh my God, you can actually tell she is taking inspiration yeah. from that Bella Hadid photo. So, from that one photo. Which I think is so smart to do. It's like th- this photo is the visual thing that encapsulates the whole vibe. I want to feel like this. I love that. But I also think it's cool because like you said, that was like a couture photo, but your wedding you can tell, like, you, obviously you don't have to tell us how much you spent on your wedding, but it wasn't like a trillion dollar wedding. Like, you you did a really good job on your wedding for, you know, it looks like you got the best, like, bang from your buck and everything. Um, did you DIY a good amount of stuff? I okay. feel like you DIY'd, which we love yeah. a DIY moment. My here. DIYs are totally a splurge versus save mentality mm-hmm. and also there were just things that I just couldn't find someone to do what I wanted them to do but so I did our save the dates mm-hmm. so that I could splurge on our invitations love it and I still designed the invitations head to toe but our invitations were on were acrylic with like white mm-hmm. and um I could not have done that myself right. and I knew it was going to be expensive so right. I DIY'd our save the dates also, for our Save the Dates, I DIY'd them for the, the second purpose was so that I could get 
five variations of them with different photos from our engagement shoot. Mm-hmm. And then I literally sat there with the envelopes and I put <laughs> the photo that I thought each person like would appreciate the most. Oh, so with you their even thing. customized your save. The- yeah, this I, is. There were some, I think I have family members that would have seen some of those photos though and been like, oh, yeah. that's too much for me. <laughs> no, your engagement photo shoot was gorgeous too. They were on this boat. It was amazing. I love that though. What did you literally use? Because I think we have a lot of other brides who get intimidated by yeah. the thought of having to like design their own save the dates. But it's, I mean, you're you're not like a graphic designer. No, like what did no. you use? For I this? just used like Zazzle or yeah, or, yeah. Where or you Canva? To, did you? Canva. I feel like Canva. I used Canva to do my bachelorette itineraries oh, and those, invitations. I straight up copied. Your yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of my. Truly, if you guys loved my wedding, a lot of the inspiration for different things was from Caroline. Your but wedding like, was incredible. The thank you. The actual um, I, bachelorette itineraries, which I didn't even know was a thing until I saw your TikTok about it. I straight up like derived. Some would say copied inspiration from that because it no, was they were just, so good it was so cool and it was a collage on canva one one night after work i literally sat there on canva picking different photos of like tulum beachy vibes from pinterest that i was finding put them all together yeah said nicole's bachelorette on it's it. a like, mood board invite basically. yes and my friends loved it it was great i mean and that was just something i would have never known i could do on my own if you know weren't for your video i just wanted i my I love all of my friends and have such a different relationship with each and every one of them. Right. And we're not all like bound together by like the same interest. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what is the best way for me to get the vibe out there right, of like right. what this is going to be? Right. And so I straight up took my, I had a vibe board on Pinterest for myself. Like when I was planning stuff for my bachelorette and my own outfits, I was like, this is my mood board. I just took the mood board and I made an invitation out of it. Oh my God. And I think it's one of my boards on Pinterest still. It's like batch invitation. Your Pinterest board is amazing. All of you have to, we'll link it as well. I want to talk about the cakes at your wedding. Oh Because wedding cake is becoming a big thing. It's either like people feel a cake is so not necessary or like a big grand, you know, $4,000 wedding cake. Ain't nobody need that. No. What did you do for your actual cakes at your wedding? Because I feel like that was one of the big things that did make your aesthetic like different I think so too that fed into me for the not having a a color scheme because then when it came to my cakes I was able to everything a lot of things were like white not bohemian but white and Mm -hmm. I needed color because you need texture and that's a big thing you can't just have everything be white you will regret it because it creates no depth and texture texture very important I love that we're all little wedding designers I know (laughs) we should get paid for this Right, right um so we were doing a cake tasting. Someone recommended it to us. And this is during COVID. We set up this whole cute thing. I was like trying to romance the whole process and do what we saw in the movie. So we had like champagne, all this. The cake was disgusting. <laughs> I can't even remember where it was from. I was like, there is no way I'm paying thousands of dollars no. for something. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, every time I spent money on this wedding, I was like, I want people to remember it. So then I was like, Actually, my favorite bakery in Charleston, Sugar, they make the best cakes, but they don't make wedding cakes. So what? So I was like, what do I do? And then I was like, I don't understand why I still can't have those cakes. Mm -hmm. So we did a taste test of all their flavors. I picked seven flavors. We picked one flavor that would be our flavor. Mm -hmm. We got doubles of two of the flavors that we thought would be popular. 
And we were like, okay, we're doing seven cakes and they're all going to be different flavors. I DIY'd the cake signs. The um, resin. Yeah. I loved that. Okay. What is resin? Just for those of you okay, who want to DIY like me. Resin is like this crafty thing where people make the coasters out of it mm-hmm. and they put the little like gold flakes in it and they'll dye it pink or blue. And um, I think now people are making like a lot of charcuterie boards out of resin yes. and um, keychains and stuff. I just... I originally thought to do it because I resined our play settings for the rehearsal dinner mm-hmm. and also based on color for each like person. And Jesus, every, down to every detail, you literally customize. I think that my, I just, it's so much fun for me. I don't yeah. know what's wrong with it. It was so much fun for me. And I, I just put their names on it. So then I did the same thing for the cakes. Um, but about a month before the wedding, I emailed the cake lady and I was like, um, I'm going to need custom frosting flavors. Like I had a dream (laughs) that they were all these colors and she was like, okay. So I was like, I sent her, I had a dream and I need you to do it now. I sent her color swatches of all the colors that I wanted. Oh my God. And I was like, this is what I need. I mean, but that's the thing. Your cake table turned into a whole decoration in itself, which I think is a really good tip for people. Like make you don't have to go getting like a whole flower wall as your decor. Make your dessert table a moment. Make yeah. that a de- decoration fl- moment. My mom got fresh hydrangeas, cut the stems off and like like pillowed them around mm-hmm. the cakes. Uh. And we ordered cakes, pastel cake stands on clearance from Anthropology. Yep. And I had the little like light green Estelle champagne coops for uh. our cake cutting. So it all fit together mm-hmm. and we had no cake left. I I didn't even – I had a bite of the cake. There was none left. People went Loved crazy it. over the cake. Yep, because I think that you you went to your favorite bakery and got your favorite dessert. Yeah, people That's, like, were like telling people, oh, my God, have you had it yet? One of the things – I saw you say it at one point, and I've been like – I was like, you know what? That's such a good point. With your wedding, do not – you don't need to pick things that are just wedding-y. You don't need Mm-mm. to pick the wedding chairs that you've seen at other weddings. No. You don't need to pick the wedding flowers. Like, pick things that you like. You made a TikTok about this. Pick things that you would like and say and pick in your own home. Yeah. And then your wedding will be unique to you. Right. And I think that 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 the cake is a perfect example of that. Like, these were cakes that you actually loved eating. If I was throwing, like a lavish birthday party for my friend mm-hmm. or myself. Like what would I, what fits my aesthetic? What fits my vibe? Like I don't mm-hmm. understand why it's any different for your wedding. Right, right. Exactly. Okay, so we kind of touched on a little bit of this, like what would you have done differently kind of thing. Did anything at all go like wrong on the wedding day? Like other than the the um your dress and your bouquet, like was there a big yeah. thing that like... No, there was a big... There was a big thing, but my bre- <laughs> no one told me about it until I threatened them. Um, <laughs> they don't. Th- did you find out after the wedding or the day of? I found out the night of. Like okay. it was a day of, but it was like at the after party. Okay. When no one thought I would care. I have a similar thing. I found out recently something like kind of big. What was wrong. your thing? Okay, real quick before you go, my thing was that there wasn't. Uh, there, there. One bridesmaid was missing a bouquet, and I don't know. Truly, I don't want to like be like it's my florist's fault or it's my. Yeah. I don't. I truly don't know if it like whose fault, quote unquote, it was. But there was no bouquet for one of the bridesmaids, and so like apparently there was like drama between I'm not gonna name names but like my bridesmaids were like fighting over these bouquets I had no idea so good job to like my planner and I guess my friends too for like hiding it from me 
on the day of, but um, they, I guess they just had to like make a makeshift one and it worked because they all looked amazing. Yeah. I literally did not notice. Um, but yeah, that was just one thing. My bridesmaids were like fighting with each other. <laughs> Over bouquets. They're like, no one tell Nicole. Yeah. I hate you, but no one tell Nicole. Well, also with the photos, like we we ended up like not, ha- I, I've talked about this in my whole wedding recap episode, go back and listen if you guys didn't, but we didn't have like um, photo locations because it was so crowded downtown and downtown oh, Annapolis. Yeah. So we had to like take a boat you to gotta a location. Do that. It, was, it was a lot of improvisation on the day of. But um, like whatever, we turned it, we turned a yeah, positive you, into a the plus. The photo thing so. is huge though. And yeah. I haven't said this except I keep saying to everybody like get a shot list, which mm-hmm. is very important. I sent my photographer like a three page essay about my family dynamics and also mapping out where we would be taking photos. That, like I went to so the important. venue and I walked around and I looked at the light and oh, I looked at it through. you did all this? By, for, yeah, no. Oh, I don't trust any. Oh, <laughs> you scouted. Nobody. No, I but scouted. I, I think that's so, that's so interesting because you, I mean, I've heard mixed things about like, is your photographer supposed to pre-go? Like, do you pay them a yeah. little extra to go to the venue and scout? She was like not from Charleston. Oh, so I knew okay, she's okay. like a new baby. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to make her do that. Right. But for like family photos, usually people stay in the chapel or the church and take them. And I was like, seriously, over my dead body, is that going to be what happened? So I had everybody directed to like a different area that I previously scouted. And then we all kind of like stayed there. Perfect. Um, okay. So on the wedding day, my dad okay. had this custom suit um, made. He was so, he was so excited. Mm-hmm. He takes it to the dry cleaners and in his brain, he's like, I'm going to pick it up fresh on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the dry cleaners and they're not open on weekends. Oh, he couldn't get it. He couldn't he, get it. Oh, God. So my mom is calling. My mom is that woman that knows everybody. So she's like, <laughs> like calling people that like she knows used to work there or are friends with the guy that owns it. And it's like open the dry. I'm like, how did you schedule a Saturday pickup if yeah. it's not open? If it's, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> he is like, I don't know. Like someone let him schedule a Saturday pickup. Oh, it's not there. So the boys are playing poker. My dad's supposed to be there. He's so sad. He can't be there. And he doesn't have, like our wedding was black tie. Like he didn't have didn't a tux. Have thing. And this is the father of the bride. This is the father of the bride. So my mom is freaking out. There are all these things my dad's supposed to be moving to the venue that mm-hmm. he now can't because he needs to find a tux. So then my mom gets in touch with my sister's boyfriend who comes and starts loading everything to the venue. And my dad goes to the store downtown and he's like, I need a tux. And they're like, um, you have to get this tailored to you because it's a tux. And there's no way... That you can do. And he's like, so do it today. And they're like, that's not how this works. (laughs) So anyways, he got a tux that didn't fit him from the (laughs) store. He paid an exorbitant amount of money for it. They (laughs) tailored it while it was on his body the day of the wedding. Like, and I didn't know. But the second worst thing was like, my mom was freaking out. So she wouldn't come to the venue and she had my dress. Oh, is. and she. I but feel I like needed she the was first a big one. part of your wedding. Like she was very helpful in doing stuff. Yes, and she wouldn't show up to the venue. Her. Yeah, like my friends are like Grace, get her right now. <laughs> and I, I'm like, I can see the stress on people's faces, and I'm like, if one of you suckers does not tell me what's going on, like right now, you could tell. Oh and they're God. like, we're not get out of here. Like we're not talking to you. And I can hear like my maid of honor like. On the phone, talking to me, telling me to, like, stop bothering her. And then she'd, like, turn around and she'd be like, Grace, 
<laughs> I'm like, what? What is happening? For somebody like you though, who is have having so much control over every aspect of your wedding, you almost do have to like tell the bride on the day of if something's going wrong. Oh yeah. Like I know it's like shield the bride from any problems, but like when you're that involved in the wedding yeah. as you were in yours, you have to. Like absolutely, unless you're like close enough with the bride's family or whatever to right. just do exactly what she would have done in that circumstance. Right, right. Which is what happened for me. Like, they just immediately were, like, not scared to do whatever I mm-hmm. would have done because they knew that if they didn't, I would have been upset at them later for not telling me. <laughs> right. But she shows up late. I mean, I literally am standing there, like, and the photographer's like, we need to be zipping you into your dress, which takes 45 minutes to steam, and I don't have my dress Dude, that stresses me out. The timeline is a whole thing. Like, it's like... I spent months building the timeline, so I'm like, (laughs) what? And you've got to be, like, on it, too, because even getting into the dress, I underestimated how long that takes. Like, it it takes a while, and then the photographer wants photos during Oh, yeah, I don't like my photos of getting into the dress, but Mm -hmm. see, I would have opted out of those because I went through this whole thing with my dress being tailored to, like, a certain whatever for my waist because that was the whole point of my dress was the fit of it Mm -hmm. and it had this like bump where the zipper broke one time and a fitting going over the bump so she let the dress out and then it was like too big just so it could zip up and I was like "Uh uh-uh I was like (laughs) pull it to my body pull it back in and I will figure it out so my my best friend was the only person allowed to touch the dress (laughs) That's like what you no got to do, though. To touch it. Mine was like a corset, so you had to tie it. And then it really stressed me out because on the day of, at the last second, like my wedding dress place was like, oh, yeah, by the way, you have to cut the strings so they don't show. Like when you finally tie it for the last time, like cut the strings after. And my friend and I were like, wait, what? We have to, we have to no. do what? We have to like cut the dress. But no, it was a fine. You just like cut the remaining access so, like, strings. Too, it was a lot. That. I was like, Allie, this is you. This is your job. Yeah, you just have to you. appoint one person. So speaking of dresses okay, and stuff, yes. you're the wedding wardrobe queen. First, can you just tell us like what is the concept of a wedding wardrobe? That that's something I feel like you also brought to the forefront as you were planning your wedding. What is a wedding wardrobe? And then we want to hear all about whatever yours was. Okay, so this is how this happened in my brain. We're like mid COVID. <laughs> I love my clothes more than anything in the world. I'm also not somebody that's like frequenting red carpets, so we're not going anywhere right. during COVID. But here I am, like <laughs> trying to plan wedding events, and I'm thinking like. I have not been able to dress up in so long and I'm just about to wear like the most, it was never going to be boring, but like just whatever. Like I'm about to follow all of the bridal rules and this is like my only time to dress up in like a year. Right. So I thought to myself, I was like, if I were given 12 months and all of the red carpet looks I wanted Mm -hmm. and I could just like if I had the best stylist in the world, the best glam team all of these cool events for 12 months and I just got to wear all the stuff that I've looked at before and said, oh my God, I wish I could wear that somewhere. What would I wear? Love that mentality. So that's where that I came from. Because that makes you feel so special. Like, I like that you said you don't follow the wedding rules. You don't have to wear all white. You don't have no. to go to Revolve and get a white dress. Like, no. you, you, like you said, make yourself feel like you're on a red carpet. Right, like how do you feel? Like that's yeah. the whole point is how do you feel? Mm-hmm. So I started to realize also doing my budget that there was no no one 
first of all, the percentage they give you for what you should spend on a wedding dress is not even Mm-mm. like realistic to what most people end up paying. Right. And it's like that. Thank you for like the X percent, but literally the wedding dress, no wedding dress it decides costs for itself. That much. Honestly, yeah. I mean, you have a budget, but like yeah. most of the time, it decides for itself within that budget, and mm-hmm. also it includes nothing else. Mm-hmm. I'm like. That's I so found true. myself so quickly spending so much money on wedding clothes, but I wanted to build this capsule. Like I wanted to look at my photos from all of the events later on and look at these clothes hanging in my closet and be like, I will never forget the time I wore that. Mm-hmm. And I'm obsessed with it, whether it's white, pink, red, green, like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. You you really did build a capsule. And um, I mean, okay, so you had your wedding dress you had your second reception yes. dress. You had the getting ready outfits. Your engagement party jumpsuit, which I was obsessed with. I know, that's my favorite. All this stuff. I think it's key that you said, like, that when you look at these budget templates, I think I got, like, my first wedding budget template from my sister-in-law's wedding planner. who had. She was like, I had this really good Excel sheet. Let me send it to you. Like you said, it was only how there was a cost line for a wedding dress. And you put yeah. in how much you have to spend on your wedding dress. But I found, same as you, I'm like, wait, I need outfits for the bachelorette. I need for the bridal shower. I need for all this stuff. I think, like, obviously we don't all have unlimited wedding budgets, which we did. But people, we say the same thing with pre-wedding beauty, Botox, fillers, facials, et cetera. If that's important to you, if that's a priority, then build it into the wedding budget. Yeah. So that you can feel like you're on a wedding And own it. Yeah. Like, who cares? Somebody will always say something to you about what you want. And when it comes to your wedding, my mentality is they either had their time or they will have their time. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to make your time their time. Right. It does not matter if they're saying anything negative. It's not coming from a place that you need to be worrying about it. Like if you want Botox before your wedding, get it it. because they won't remember their negative opinion in three years, but you'll remember not doing what you wanted to do because of their opinion. Framing that, we I, we love that. We love. I mean, it's just it's so true. Um, can you talk about your some of your favorite looks that you had? I personally loved your rehearsal dinner look. Oh yeah. I mean, and it was a pink dress, you guys. The she she's you heard it here first. You do not have to wear white. Yeah, you <laughs> do not have to. I didn't. I decided I don't want to wear white. I want to save that for the wedding day. Mm-hmm. But like I wanted something that felt so couture. So I found this Lulu dress. It's the party dress. They have two different versions though. And it has this huge like floral bow on it. I showed a lot of people before I bought it mm-hmm. and only one of them said they liked it. Oh, you, yeah. Have you seen? Well, so I, mean, I didn't This is listen. my new thing. We don't show people. We don't anything. show people. But I was like going back and forth between these dresses for Mm -hmm. the rehearsal dinner and I was like this is different but something is pulling me to this dress and it is like pink tulle mini dress Mm -hmm. floral puffy and I've never seen anything like it yeah and they're like you can do better and I'm like what does that mean what do you mean do better how do you do better than that right you we can't when it comes to what you're wearing for your wedding I think we automatically go to our friends and stuff because we show them what we're about to like like for outfits when we're going out yeah you want to be affirmed you you trust their opinions but like it's your wedding if you want to wear something I think it's fine to like show your friend your outfit that you're going to wear out to dinner next weekend like if you want confirmation on that that's fine but like your wedding 
capsule, as you will. Yeah. Um, you 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 should wear what you want for that. Like no. you shouldn't have to. Show I looked people. at that dress and I was like. That is the type of dress that I will have my eye on for years and be like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have that dress. Right. And when else in your life are you going to have 12 months of literally events that are just about you and you can wear whatever you want? I'm like, why would I just keep looking at it? Like, I want that dress. I also saw a vision for how it would look on me. Like, I got one of the sleeves cut off. I got the lining removed. That's what I loved about your your whole wedding capsule. I keep saying that. Um, You customize everything. I mean, truly, your thing was like, you don't just buy a dress at face value. You you no. get it, and then you, like your second reception dress, you took out the lining so it was a little yeah. bit more sheer. I think that's a good way to just like do, make yourself feel special. If you have the means to like go to a right. good tailor and get it altered to yeah. fit you, do that. Then take advantage of it. Like know yeah. your resources mm-hmm. is a big thing because I appreciate the artistry of like all of these um, pieces But when I look at something, I'm not looking at it as a completion. I'm looking at it for, like, its bones. Mm -hmm. So when I saw the Lulu dress, I was like, I like, this has something that I can't do myself. Right. But what do I do to make it perfect for me? And it was the same with my second dress is that's not the dress I wanted when I tried it on. But when I tried it on, I knew I could make what I wanted out of it. Right, right. Yes. Speaking of second dress, do you know, like... Any general tips? Because I feel like that's becoming such a bigger a trend, big like having a reception dress. Yeah. And I had one. I wasn't going to until the last second. Right. I loved having it. It was. It's just nice because your ceremony dress is usually like, you know, more formal, tighter, harder right. to dance in. Do you have tips for us for finding, you know, affordable dress. second dresses? So, okay, I have two, I guess. I think one is when you're deciding if you want a second dress. Mm -hmm. I have a theory. It's called the two dress theory is that we all want two dresses. And one is a dress that we know we're going to like in 20 years. And the other is a dress that represents everything we like right now. Okay. And one is more, one is sexier. One could be like more traditional. Yeah. You could have two. Typically, when you sit down at the end of the day, you find yourself balancing between two vibes for your wedding and your mm-hmm. dress embodies that. So if you find yourself being one of those people, you might be like a good candidate for having two dresses. Right. The second is I fell in love with my first dress. I couldn't wear it all night, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to not be able to have it because I couldn't have it. Mm-hmm. I also am a candidate of the two dress theory where I was like, I want something that like shows off my body and is like yeah. see-through and amazing and like daring. But I have this vision of walking down the aisle in something else. And I, your dresses truly fit that two dress theory so well because your first one was a lot more traditional, timeless. I mean, yeah. it was gorgeous, literally like... A line was it A line? I mean, it was like I don't even know how to describe (laughs) it because it was so the boning was so tight in the waist and then it was like tapered. It was really like tapered A line, but it had that full skirt over it that could be manipulated to make it look A line or tapered or like I guess it was technically ball gown. It was gorgeous. So that's where I feel like it fits your first thing in the in the dress theory, like the timeless one. Yeah. Then your second one, oh oh my god, like it was just the perfect. Second dress. It just was beaded, crazy, sheer, really high slit. Like, that's the more modern one yeah, that you and like. and I got now. it all cut to like that. So I, I literally that. had this vision that I was like, I want to look like Audrey Hepburn. Um, but I love also it. wanted to look like um, something out of a Berta catalog. But not really. This girl, that the woman that owns K-Kane Jewelry, mm-hmm. have you seen that brand? 
Probably. Okay, I follow her intimately, and she got married <laughs> like two years ago, maybe, and I was obsessed with her dress, and I kept going back to the very see-through. I was like, I love her dress. Mm-hmm. So I was going between these two people that I wanted to be. Yeah, I mean, that's the, you, you nailed it. You nailed the vision. Whatever vision you had, <laughs> you nailed it. Um, okay, let's, before we move on from wedding wardrobe, I know getting ready outfits is a big oh, thing. Oh, yes. We get questions all the time, like, what can I do for getting ready with outfits? I'm, I mean, it is such a, that's one of those things you don't have to worry about until you get closer to the wedding. But then, like, once you do, you do you're like, wait, what, what am I supposed to get? Right. These pajamas from Nordstrom, like everybody else does, or these pajamas. I, it's just a big thing, and I feel like brides spend hours like researching yeah. getting ready outfits I feel like we've moved away from the floral robes some people still do them and yeah. they're gorgeous again do what you want but I feel like pajamas have become bigger you made a bunch of TikToks on this where yes. you were like this is the new thing the button-down shirts I just think it's so yeah. cool how like you were picking like just anything for a getting ready outfit you weren't sticking to just two set like your two set pajamas or right. your robe so can you talk about that and like what's the newest hottest getting ready outfits okay so getting re- ready outfits are gifts so mm-hmm. like if you do want to think about it more in advance getting ready outfits are gifts and they're price driven so when you're the bride mm-hmm. or the groom i think that groomsmen should have them too i mm-hmm. think it would be really cute oh my god they really need they that. should have like matching sweat sets and i stand by that and wait it would be very cute what do they even get ready in i'm no, just they just like I don't know. They, I don't know. They all played like poker and like, I don't know, their khakis or something like no that. That's so true. Jorge, Jorge's getting married next summer and he, ne- you need you getting need ready getting outfits. Ready outfits. We, oh, we'll, here it is. We'll start Betches, <laughs> Betches Brides. You heard it here first. We're going to come out with a line of groom party getting ready outfits. That would sets. be really, really good. Oh my God. Okay. Yay. Okay. Okay. So. Everybody needs them. Mm-hmm. But the point is that it is a gift and it is price driven. So if you want to go into your wedding and you want to say, listen, I'm going to save money on bridesmaids, groomsmen proposals, and I'm going to save money on bachelorette gifts, and I'm going to save money on other things, that's fine. Put all of that money towards getting ready outfits, I would mm-hmm. say. And then you can do something really nice like daily sleeper, which I will Yours say my big thing is daily sleeper drives a lot of the inspiration for getting ready outfits. And this is a brand for those of you that don't know yes, daily sleeper it is a brand. She got her pajamas from there and they look so comfy. I'd wear those out after if I were I you. know <laughs> on the way they were like, there's like pure silk and I have one. I wore that. I wore it as a dress to a pool club in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> you're repurposing. I repurposed it. But, um, Okay, so they do a lot of stuff that's fantastic inspiration and then mm-hmm. maybe find something like it at a lower price point. But either up front, save your gifting money to do something nicer or go into it knowing your budget. Mm-hmm. Um, but you collectively will be spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on these, like mm-hmm. no matter if you're getting cheap ones or not because of the average size of a bridal party. So think about that. And the way I think about it is, what does somebody want to wear? Because the worst thing you can do is spend money on something that nobody wants to wear again and really didn't want to wear in the first place. Right. So for the winter, like I was looking at a ton of like um, RUMI or sweater, which is a brand, Mm -hmm. like sweater PJ sets um, that are like ribbed and warm. Oh, I love and that. And I think that's a really great... A sweater PJ set. I think a sweater PJ set is great for the I fall. Th- think of it as a gift, too, because I think a lot of times we think about, like, 
a lot of people are like, oh, it's just another expense. I have to get them pajamas. Mm-hmm. But it's like... Or on top of the gift. They think, right. oh, I have to spend money on this too. Yeah, on top yeah, of the that's gift. true. They're like, I'm going to get them a bag or a bracelet, but I also have to do the pajamas. And no, the like, slippers. And then that yeah. cuts down on the cost. Usually we decide per head what we can spend. Right, right. And then it like negates against the cost of the gift. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's smarter to do... Yeah. Unless you have an unlimited budget. Yeah. To do all of it in one because... There are a lot, post-COVID, mm-hmm. there are so many pajama and lounge sets that we want. But it's, it's, there's, it's crazy. Like, like skims, I, mean, not, like, I feel like a good pair of skims, like love Kim K, love, that would be an amazing The gift. skims dress would oh. be a fantastic getting ready outfit. I think that Emmy J is coming out with this pink, like pink Ooh. sweatsuit. Like if that's your vibe for your wedding, mm-hmm. that would be adorable to get ready in. I know there's a whole thing with lifting it over your hair and makeup, but like whatever. Those things can be worked around. I'm so tired. People <laughs> just can, always say, no, you do not need, that's just one of those right. things that like, like you're saying, like people always just say, you can get a friend and have them lift it over your hair. And I makeup. know. Just So my thing that I wanted, but when I was, this was like the pearls in my hair. I wanted all these pearls in my hair and no one was making pearl hair accessories and then like the month after I get married everyone's coming out with pearl hair accessories I'm like same thing with the pajamas I wanted a like men's I always wear men's button downs I wanted a men's button down but maxing matching oh my gosh matching (laughs) like cotton boxer shorts love that and um what's the movie that it's inspired um um risky business risky business yes Exactly. And then I wanted socks mm-hmm. that were like, instead of slippers, I wanted socks because we all love wearing cute little socks with our Air Force ones. I wanted yeah. socks that had like initials, little like embroidered, each person's initial embroidered on the edge Ugh. of the sock that they could wear. Cute. And also I thought since we were getting married in May, if I had that, like people wore those lounge sets mm-hmm. all throughout the summer. Oh yeah. Like to breweries, to brunch, on walks. Yep. Like I think you're right. It's like, think of it as their gift, something they'll rewear. Rather than getting them like a little shitty cheap pair and then like just to save costs and then also splurging on like a bracelet as their gift. Like I'd rather receive a good pair of a set or pair of pajamas or a skims dress or whatever. Um, Love that. The getting ready outfits. Literally go to her TikTok. She has so many videos on it with amazing ideas. I love when people come back and they're like, oh, have you ever done this? And I'm like, yes. There's like 10, (laughs) 12, 20 videos farther down. Oh, and I love the... um, Daily Sleeper just came out with these new, like, sparkly sets Ooh. that are insane. They're, like, flared pants, sparkly Stop. pajama sets. And the second thing that I think is fantastic for winter weddings, should it be in your budget or you want to find something similar or a dupe, um, they are, like, square neck, long sleeve with, like, puffy s- sleeves, like the fur sleeves. Ooh. And then they're, like, the legging sleeping pants that also have the puffy ankles and i'm sorry but that's an outfit you can wear out after like you can wear that for your winter wedding getting ready and then for your holiday office christmas party like you can literally absolutely which is why i love sleeper because everything that they create is intended to be worn both ways it is it's pricier but they do a bunch of creative stuff and i Mm -hmm. love looking at them they have this boxer silk boxer set um that I think would also be adorable for getting ready outfits. Daily sleeper. This is not an ad. Yeah, I know. Sponsor us. (laughs) 
Okay, so getting into some of our quick games, yay. Okay, so for the first one, we'll go pretty quickly through these just because we don't have too much time left. I know, we're Splurge versus save. I, we have to have you back because we could talk about ways to like save I money. I know, I would love to. I come back every week if I No, could. truly. So splurge versus save, our game, basically we tell you different things. You tell us if you, th- if you think people should splurge on okay. them or save and why. So the first one is late night bites at the wedding. Okay, I say if you're going to splurge, make it local because people go crazy for, for local, local late night snacks. That's so We true. did Cali's Biscuits, but they're like f- based out of Charleston. Right. And we ate them until like 4 a.m. I like that. Like don't just do the generic venue yeah. like sliders. Cause then Same it's with like- coffee though. Oh. Do local. We did local iced coffee and then we were like had endless supply of espresso martinis. Stop. Mm, that's my dream wedding. Yeah. It's the iced coffee. Local iced coffee. I need that now actually. Okay, I like that. I yeah. do think people do appreciate a late night bite, but it also depends like how long the wedding is. Like mine went by in the blink of an eye. I We had our late night bite come around. Literally nobody ate it or yeah. knew it was there, which is annoying. But um, like my brothers, for example, That's their wedding. That's a huge tip though. That happened to us twice. Yeah. Like somebody needs to announce, announce that it's it. there. Nobody looks. You're all dancing. That's a huge tip. Yeah. But like my brother's wedding literally started at three, the ceremony, and went till like midnight and beyond. So the late night bite, which... Finally, people started, like, seeing, but nobody announced it. No, like, it people, needs to be announced. Somebody announced it. Um, the late night bite definitely paid off because we were starving at that point. Transportation. Splurge or save? Splurge on transportation. Highlight okay. of the wedding weekend. And I've been to a lot of weddings where it's been the highlight. Yes. Okay, so was this the transportation between ceremony and reception or so everything was on site but we did transportation friday night we had a big bus take everybody that was in the wedding to the rehearsal then we had a big bus take all the plus ones to the rehearsal dinner so they didn't have to wait during how far were the distances like how it was like a 35 minute bus um and then we had a big bus take everybody home together to the after party on friday after the rehearsal cocktail party ended. Okay. And then same situation happened on Saturday. As soon as we stepped on the bus, so I was like, we had three days of events, so everything was mm-hmm. like very relaxed by Saturday anyways. Like everybody was free to like dance and get into it. But like energy was at a zero. <laughs> as soon as I stepped on the party bus, it was like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't even mean to expose everybody, but like <laughs> I had four people holding handles of vodka, like screaming, like who wants water? And like, they were like climbing the bars. I'm so sorry to my it transportation looked- company. They were climbing the bars, like they were stripper yeah. poles, like down the thing, like pouring vodka, like down the rows. Oh my god! So people were losing their minds. That sounds amazing. I mean, that's it does set the tone because then when you get to the rehearsal dinner, nobody's awkward. There's always that moment, even at my brother's. Don't get me wrong; it was so so much fun. But when everybody was like first walking in and arriving, it's almost like. You know, people are getting to know each other. It's a little I think, quieter. You, I think the thing is, is that you don't know what your boundaries are. Right. So, like, with people you know, there's an immediate safe space of, like, mm-hmm. how you want to party or how you want to feel or what your vibe is or what your litmus is or those mm-hmm. things. And with a big wedding where you don't know everybody, especially at the beginning, like, you, it takes a minute to understand somebody else's vibe or the bridal family or the Mm -hmm. groom's family or like what their expectations are for formality and behavior and conversation and if they want something to be more of like a day I mean it takes a minute right right so that transportation sets the vibe yeah I love that I also think though like we didn't do it because our rehearsal didn't you could have walked to our rehearsal dinner from it but it was like a five minute drive like 
10 minute walk, whatever. That's important to know if it's that short, right. it's not worth it. I was it. like, I'm not going to put you all, like find an Uber. It was a downtown like bustling area with plenty of Ubers. Oh so no. It was no problem. I've also heard don't ever pay, spend money on transportation just for the hotel that you have your guests recommended to be at because it always ends up at like five to 10 people are on that bus and it's a waste. Yeah. Each bus is like $1,200. Mm-hmm. So that's a waste. You can, And I've heard too, like if you're doing what I did and just making people get Ubers, if you're a really nice bride and you have you this in your budget, you can do the Uber. Um, I forget what it's called, but like, yeah, comp yeah. their Uber. Um, like whatever it's called, the prepaid Uber. I don't yeah, know. And I think you give them like a code or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But we didn't do that because, you know, we're broke at this point. Yeah. So <laughs> last one is flowers, splurge versus save. And I feel like we could talk about this for forever. Eons. But okay. Splurge <laughs> on your arrangements, splurge on your altar arrangement, splurge mm-hmm. on anything that's an installation, okay. save on your bouquet, except your bridal bouquet. Like All I said, right. give them dimensions, but my bridal bouquet, I was obsessed with, um, after my bridal bouquet, the only other bouquet I was obsessed with was the flower girl bouquet. And that was the one you I did made. That one. Yeah. yeah. So I just should have done, and you have to do dried florals if you do it yourself, mm-hmm. but like for your bridesmaids and whatever, I mean, there's such an array. Like if you just go on a floral, I mm-hmm. mean, really, you can't go wrong. Do it yourself. Use that bridal yeah. bouquets. If you guys are about to plan a wedding, like they will start at like a hundred dollars each so it's so so stupid so mm-hmm. do it for like thirty dollars and then like preserve it after if you're gonna pay that much like do so my make i did all last. dried flowers literally why didn't yeah. i do that myself i did dried flowers i you just really, had them do it yeah all of my bridesmaids still send me pictures of like where they have them in vases in their house that's so smart do yeah. dried flowers for your bridesmaids bouquets. so cute and they that. have them Vased with the flowers I used to ask them to be my bridesmaids. I love that. So cute. That's, and you, I mean, yours looked gorgeous. I could, I could literally never tell if they were dried, not dried, whatever. Love that. I say for flowers, I like negate myself on this all the time or contradict myself because the flowers are so expensive, but I do think that they do make the overall aesthetic. Like so I'd rather bright. have you spend a little more on flowers than spend $150 on a dumb welcome sign that you can make yourself yeah. on Amazon for $2. Absolutely. So I think always make your own welcome sign. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think definitely like drop some money on florals if you can, but not, you don't have to go crazy with like draping the walls and ceilings and no, flowers. But flowers make a huge difference. It's yeah. more about where you're putting your money in florals. Right. Like people, most people spend more money on bridesmaids and bridal bouquets and boutonnieres and than need. anything else mm-hmm. for florals. And that's where you go wrong. It's right. like, Figure out how to save there and spend, mm-hmm. like, do the arrangements and the installations. That's where you put your money because people, yep. it does change a space a lot. Right. And we had a uh, Melissa Andre, a wedding planner, on who said a good point. It's spend more money on where your flowers are going to be for the longest. Like, in your reception, if you want your sweetheart table to be mm-hmm. a moment, since you're going to be in that reception for four plus hours, put flowers there. Make that a big moment. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, you know, spend, if you're having a real quick ceremony, maybe you get a nice installation behind you, but then move those flowers from the ceremony to the reception. We had ours moved. Yeah. Also, um, we had two big pillars of baby's breath next to us in front of our big flower wall. And we had them move mm-hmm. them to Love the that. left and right of our couch and like wedding neon sign mm-hmm. for photos later. So double use of those. Also, something else I did that was really important is instead of doing flowers on each pew... 
Um, we did two huge um, planters of like cascading greenery oh. on either side of the aisle upon entrance. So all of the that. pictures of the ceremony from the back had huge and you can like keep greenery. those after like yeah plants. they're in my mom's backyard yeah yeah like get play yeah have your parents like when I asked her how she picked the flowers mm-hmm. that she used in the planters she literally picked them based on what would look what in her she backyard. wanted yeah that's amazing though because then she gets amazing flowers yeah. in her backyard love that now it's time for unpopular opinions brought to you by high noon hard seltzer some of these opinions might be unpopular but you know what's really popular High Noon Hard Seltzer, with flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, and passion fruit, they've got you covered for whatever occasion, be it your batch party, bridal shower, cocktail hour, you name it. So our first opinion for today is, weddings shouldn't have toasts. And these are submitted by our audience members. They're very harsh sometimes. So what do you think about this one? Do we agree? Do we disagree? I agree. I did all of my toasts at the rehearsal dinner. Oh, wow. And I don't regret it. And I had like 25 people tell me that my wedding had like the best flow. Mm -hmm. And I know there were a lot of other things that went into that. But I decided no toast because Mm -hmm. I didn't want people trumping each other with toast or taking too long. And I didn't. I only wanted one interruption in the wedding. And I did it all together. I did the entrance, the dance, the cake cutting all at one time. And then we partied for like, so my wedding went on for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, because you had an after party, right? Yes. Which was my biggest regret. Everybody knows I'm so mad I didn't. But it's fine. We like made made do with what we had. But um, I, I, so here's the thing. I disagree, which we love an agree-disagree moment. Because I am corny and I love a good speech. Yeah. But. I do see why it would be so nice. I've never attended a wedding without a speech. So if I do, if slash when, I would love to see how as how a guest, I like the felt. flow of it. So yeah. we did do them at the rehearsal dinner and then open floor speeches at the c- rehearsal cocktail party, which okay. everybody that was invited to the wedding was invited to that. Okay. So like I didn't deprive oh, so anybody it was... of it. It's okay, just, okay. You have a list of 20 things that are supposed to fit into your wedding day timeline mm-hmm. and after the rehearsal dinner, there's nothing. And like, you pay so much for a band or DJ. It's like, I, I want them playing. I, right. want, I want to get my money's, money's worth. worth. And I'm like, why are none of these things to be done at mm-hmm. the rehearsal cocktail party? So I just said, right. let me move the toast to Friday. I love that. Because it's easier. It's less pressure to fit that in. You heard it here first. No toasts, you guys. Try it out. Okay. The next one is, oh, we love this one. Only go dress shopping with one person for the first time, on the first time, or by yourself. Yeah. You agree? Okay, I agree because you have a safe person to shop with. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not a single one of us out there that loves to shop that could just shop with anybody. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a safe place shopping experience where you get to try on what you want to try on without somebody else's Mm -hmm. fashion opinion seeping in. For things like what to wear to work. So why would it be different for your wedding? Right. If you go by yourself or you go with your mom, you've most You're of us have never tried want. wedding dresses on before. Mm-hmm. We need the freedom to be able to unexpectedly like something, which happens right. to all of us. And no matter what, like your friends' opinions, whoever you're bringing, whoever you're showing – they're going to get into your head and sublimin- subliminally taint your perspective. Like you said, you don't. You shouldn't even yeah. show them your dress. No, don't even. Oh, my! One of my best friends is in. I'm like, of course, I'm like Madeline. Show me show your me, dress. But-, but she's like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not showing anybody. It's going to be a surprise. It's going to be a special moment. We're going to do a big reveal, 
and I don't want the opinions. And I'm like, that's even like I made a whole TikTok about this. Literally, I'm like, even when people do like your dress, they'll be like, or even when people don't like your dress, but they say they do, you can tell people mm-hmm. are bad liars. No, you, you can, can tell on their, their face. face. They're your friends. And then of course like, you can tell. Right. And then you're like, okay, whatever. Now I, now I hate my own dress too, but no. If so. you want the experience of going shopping with people, you bring them to your fitting, not mm-hmm. your, oh, not your. Once you've already decided. Yeah. Or like I brought my mother-in-law when I picked up my dress. Mm-hmm. So like I called them, I said, I know I'm just coming in to pick up my dresses today, but I want to do a formal appointment to mm-hmm. try it on and whatever. And I brought people with me then. Okay. I love that. Okay. Last unpopular opinion. Bridesmaids should be able to choose their own dresses. Yes. Oh, and she's recently a, we've got a third degree. I know. And recently for Lauren Perez's wedding, I know there's a mm-hmm. lot of controversy on what people were to the reception. And I did make commentary on that. Mm-hmm. But one thing I pulled, if we're going to keep the focus on Lauren, is that if you choose your bridesmaids dresses, mm-hmm. it's a really good idea to let them change into another formal dress as long as you saw it I at saw the reception. I love that. Let them change if they want. I mean, that's you, more money on them. It's but. your, it's more money on them, but it's your autonomy to say, I want them all in the same dress. Mm-hmm. But like, it would be amazing as a bride to let them feel comfortable in another dress. As long as you've approved it, we don't want any. No, can't like, have any of that. Yeah. But, um, I think it's a great idea. And if you feel good, you look good mm-hmm. and your bridesmaids are going to cringe after the hours and hours of photos you put them through. Mm-hmm. So at least let them feel hot while they're doing it. Literally, like, let you want them to look good. Like, gone is are the days of you, the bride has to look way better than the bride. It's so like, rude. You're obviously going to look n- already automatically better, quote, than the bridesmaids because it's your wedding. Like, you're going to be dressed differently. You're wearing the white dress. You're wearing the big wedding dress. That Let them look hot. Let them wear what they want. But, I think let yeah. them be comfortable because especially if they're paying for it. If you're paying for their dress, that's one thing, but... If they're if you're having them buy their own dress, like let them wear what let they them want. Let them wear There is nothing better than like a group of eleven girls all at their hottest at the same mm-hmm. time. Exactly. Oh well, okay. That was the unpopular opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer, with 100 calories, gluten free, and no added sugar. I'm obsessed with High Noon. Everybody knows it. It's all I effing drink anymore. I love it. It was all over my wedding too. Like cocktail hour. Oh, it was everywhere. My bachelorette, forget it. I have it everywhere. You can find where to purchase High Noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com. Okay, Caroline. This was so much fun. So we could talk fun. for hours. We will have you back I on. I know. We're, we're so far over time. Uh, we're, we're over time. Sorry, guys. Longer episode, but like you're welcome. It's actually a gift. Yeah. <laughs> um, this Consider this your wedding gift. No, but this was just great. I mean, again, like you've, you think of every single detail, and that's why I love your wedding mind because there's just so much up there. Like you're literally, you could be a wedding planner slash stylist all in one, and I think you should be. Um, where can everybody find you? Okay, so on Instagram, you can find me at caroline.j.crawford. Gonna change it at some point. <laughs> the last name. Priorities. <laughs> yeah. Um, and on TikTok, you can find me at Caroline J. Crawford. Same thing without the periods. Perfect. Well, that was that. We solved weddings. Thank and, you, guys. Um, yes. Till death do us part. Till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. 
Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.